you know, in Holland, they speak Dutch. Okay, yeah. In, in Belgium, you have the Flemish part and the French part. And then Brussels in middle, it's like multicultural. But then if you go in the northern part, it's like perfectly divided in two pieces. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have the Flemish part and the Wallonian part. And then top part, they speak Flemish, which is like a Dutch dialect. And in the bottom part, they speak um, French. Yeah. Which uh, is the same as in That's France. weird. So we were just talking right now a little bit about these different dialects around Europe. Today I have on Average Rob. Uh, he's a really cool guy on YouTube. He had done some funny stuff and actually found out about him from Nikogs. So speaking of Brussels and he also does, I wanted to bring him on because he does these really funny like Photoshop manipulations and things on Instagram. And so, yeah, how are you doing, man? I'm really good. It's uh, it's quite late now. It's 10, uh, 44 yeah. in the evening, but, uh, but I'm good. You I'm stay good. up late I'm, though, right? I'm well rested for this interview, mm-hmm. though, for this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, always stay up late. That's like the problem when you're uh, when you work a lot on your computer. You just yeah tend to like just stay awake until one or two a.m. So I find too like if I don't, even if I'm trying to relax, like I'm still on my computer. But let's say I'm watching like YouTube or or Netflix. Like since I have another monitor, especially, I always find myself like just end up working, and then it gets really late, and I'm just like, damn, I never even like relaxed or chilled like i just worked the whole time like it's easy yeah, to start it, working it's actually uh, a really nice thing also because your work is something you enjoy doing because mm. yeah. imagine you wouldn't want to work and you had to work that's that's the worst part yeah so now you you, te- you tend to work but it's because you you love what you do right you know? i've found that the difference between when I've had jobs that I didn't like versus like projects or jobs that I really enjoy is the way you perceive time is completely different. When you're at a job you don't like, it's like, oh, how many hours are left? When you're doing something yeah. that you like, you, you think of it in the way of, oh, I only have this many hours left to finish, you know, yeah, like it's yeah, like a different exactly. whole thing. Do you do no, a lot of your work true. in the day um, when it comes to like for YouTube though, right? Because you have to film and all that. Uh, yeah, we mostly do uh, stuff in the day. Um, yeah. And then uh, before, like the first four or five videos, I, uh, no, first six videos, I think, I um, I did the editing myself. Mm. And it just took way too much time. I was I was working like six out of seven days just editing, editing, and, and, and filming. And it, I, I was kind of getting into like a, a burnout from that. So I... Yeah. Um, I just got like the my camera guy is now also editing and then mm. he sends me like versions that are longer and then I just try to edit into his edit and then ah. we, we kinda go back and forth so it's it's less time time consuming for me. Right. Um but it's uh it's really nice. I always I'm always like working on stuff, like mm-hmm. if it's merch or if it's uh videos or just making content. Um or like collaborations or something like that. But right. uh, I, I really love doing what I do. So it never really feels like work. Yeah. What were you doing today? I saw you're on your story. Like you're out today. It looked like doing something. Yeah. I went skating with a, a friend of mine who's also a YouTuber now. And um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I, I really like skateboarding because it's a, it's a, it's a nice sport. 
yeah. very creative sport. You can do whatever you want. And n- usually nobody really judges like your skill right. or anything. It's just like everybody's for themselves. And there's a lot of hype around for each other. When you land a trick, like yeah. it's, it's such a nice sport. I love it. So, Over um, here, it's obviously big, like in California, but is it pretty like popular or is it like more... Um, like, or are there only like really specific people that skate over there? Well, it's since the, the sports got into the Olympics, uh, it oh, got yeah. like more widely accepted. Mm-hmm. But uh, skateboarding was always like a big thing in uh, in Belgium also because uh, we have some uh, Belgian pro skaters. And I yeah. think even one lives in California right now. Um, so... Yeah, we, we we really love skateboarding in Belgium. There's no real hate against it, but um, I guess like like I'm not really like a street skater, but I, I feel like uh, a lot of spots a lot of spots are are, are well guarded. Like oh, street skating in Belgium is not the skate stoppers super, and like, all that. No, not really because it doesn't really happen but um i know like in california and in america like street skating is like this crazy thing where you get right. in fights with security and you get ru- yeah. like they, they, you get run after and stuff like that but i never really noticed that in uh, in belgium so maybe we're, we're gonna get to that but uh we're, we're not there yet <laughs> yeah if you go downtown over here like all the spots like if you look at a spot and you imagine because i used to skate a lot not quite anymore but a lot in high school and you, you would look at a spot and you'd think like yeah that'd be perfect for this like for this rail or this gap and then you notice eventually they'll have these little metal things on it so you can't it's like rail stoppers yeah. you can't grind that's on it because nice. it's like a little this, thing this, every this is a nice thing about skateboarding is that you look at architecture in a whole different way you just look at stairs and look at gaps and everything like oh yeah if someone would do a trick down this that would be pretty sick well people who don't skate they they don't see that like they just right. see like a building we see like the whole how skateable it is yeah that's, that's really nice. i was surprised because i was when i was watching some of your videos um i watched the one where you're skating with that with that girl that's like sponsored or like a pro skater or whatever yeah, and i yeah. uh and i was like thinking you know that it, the way you kind of made the video seem is like, oh, I'm just going to try this. And then all of a sudden I was like, damn, like he's actually pretty good. Like he was being humble. Like he was hit, you're hitting kickflips and shit. And like you hit the rail in like five tries. And I thought that the joke was, I thought the video was going to be like a joke, like you trying to learn or something. And I was like, oh shit, he's pretty good. Oh no, I've been skating my whole life almost. I'm actually pretty bad for the time I'm skating. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't, like, I know how to skate a rail or, like, a flat rail or, uh, like, a small gaps or, or like, a ledge. But mm-hmm. for the time I'm skating, which is, like, probably over 10 years, I'm I'm pretty bad. But yeah. that's the thing about skateboarding. It's not about how long you skate or how good you are. I think it's more, like, how how much are you enjoying it yourself. Like, that's, yeah. that's the main thing about skateboarding. And the girl I was skating with is... She's, she's good. so good. It's crazy. Like she's from far the best Belgian skateboarder, and I think she's also really good um, internationally. But mm. I think she got injured at one of like the big contests, Street League. I don't know if you. Oh know. yeah, I know Street League. And uh, and and she got. I think she she slammed pretty hard, and she had to like quit the the contest. Wow. Yeah, it's but, good uh, though that you have that. Um 
that outlet because obviously like a lot of the other work you do like you're saying it's all on the computer so it's nice to have hobbies that get you away from the screen um i was gonna speaking though now like the stuff on the computer when did you start uh getting into creating those like inserting yourself everywhere in the kind of like celebrity stuff uh that was actually the start of uh evertrop uh which is my alter ego is that Uh, why do you call it that because I I felt like there was a lot of uh, people uh, pretending they were amazing on Instagram and being mm. all like you know King this and, oh, and yeah. the the legendary uh, Jeff or you know stuff like that. Right. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just average and I'll just embrace it that I'm average. And then mm. uh, I also wanted to have this like this silver lining in my content that really embraces that averageness um yeah and and photoshopping myself with those celebrities uh was actually perfect because they were always in glamorous situations mm-hmm. and i would photoshop myself into it creating an average situation so i was really yeah focusing on destroying that whole glamorous vibe around the picture and just like creating a totally new um storyline around it uh, and that was that, that I really enjoyed doing that for like three years, mm-hmm. and I was really invested in that in that concept. Um, but then after a while, you when you start doing the same thing over and over and over again, at some point you just feel like, all right, I've I've had enough, and right. now I'm gonna evolve into something else and and starting creating other content. And that's how I started making YouTube videos and and other content, and always thought like, damn, people don't want to see this from me. Right. But I feel like it's 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 all right. People are are um, open to the new. They really are creating. So and yeah. the people that aren't, uh, you don't want them anyway. Like fuck those. Yeah, people, that's you true. Know? That's true. Like it's the same as you. You have like the first movie from you know, like for example, Toy Story one. Right. You're like, damn, this is an amazing movie, and then the second one. You're like, damn, still a nice movie. But then the third one, if you're not not interested in the third one, which is like maybe an evolved version of Toy Story, right? It's no problem. You don't like Sto- Toy Story three. If you like Toy Story one and two, that's also good. You don't have to enjoy everything. Uh, everything is being made. Yeah. And that's what, that's the thing. Also, when I was make when I, was, I changed con- content on Evertrop, I thought like a lot of people would unfollow me because it's a different type of content. Mm-hmm. Um, and which actually some like quite a, a few thousand people unfollowed me, which I totally understand. Well, that's um, not even that much was, in, in the amount that you I, have. So yeah, I wasn't even mad because I'm yeah. like, yeah, if 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 you don't like something, I prefer you just stop following. Kick and, rocks. And, and <laughs> I would I would do the same. Like if if right. someone is making content I don't enjoy on Instagram, then I just unfollow. Which and it shouldn't be like this terrible thing to do like yeah so i'm I'm not even mad that the people won't follow me for changing up content because i, I would do the same i think what you did that yeah. was good though is like yeah you switched it up like pretty heavily especially even if you just look at the media source like it's pretty much majority video now versus before was still but the thing that you kept the thread that kind of held it all together is it's still like comedy you know it's still funny yeah it's still like playful it's not like you went from the photoshop stuff to like now you're giving financial advice or something you know oh no 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 that's like actually the the reason why i started photoshopping myself into pictures was because i want to make people smile and people laugh Mm -hmm. 
So that's that's actually my real like silver lining. The the thing I always done in everything I do in my life is always trying to make people laugh. And how I do it doesn't really matter. I I used to do it with photoshops, and I might still do when I get back to photoshopping. But how I do it doesn't matter. If it's through YouTube, if it's through like even a, a tweet or something, that's I don't I don't really care. Right. So as long as I'm making people laugh, if it's one or a few thousand. I'm all good. That's good. And uh, I've noticed like, yeah, you're saying you're getting a little bit more away from the Photoshop stuff. But one thing I wanted to ask you about that is, was that how you learn? Like, did you just learn um, those things over time from trying it? Because you look at these things and yeah, like a lot of people do these like memes and like cutouts and manipulations, but you can actually tell that you understand like how to use the program, like shadows, lighting, do you have any yeah, like design background or did you just learn from doing that? I, I learned it uh, with YouTube like, mm-hmm. and, and from doing it a lot. Like yeah. when I first started Evertrop, like uh, a year or two prior, I was Photoshopping every day because I, I really enjoyed uh, the software and yeah. I can't draw or I can't like paint. So for me, Photoshop was like this perfect like software to to visualize my weird ideas mm-hmm. so when when i i found out what photoshop was i photoshopped like every day every single day like instead of watching netflix or watching tv i was photoshopping and i was just making jokes and i think i've over five thousand or ten thousand like jpegs that i made like photoshops yeah. like ugly stuff like things I had to do for people. So I, I, I was really invested into the software because I, I really loved it. So yeah. that's, that's where I, my skill came from. Like I, I still make a lot of mistakes. Like I'm not a, a trained uh, graphic designer. So I, there's a lot of things I don't know, but I just right. like somehow found out how to do it. So for example, my first like 40 photoshops or 50 photoshops, I didn't even use masks because I didn't know it existed. You just deleted it? Yeah, I deleted yeah. it. I just, I just <laughs> like erased it. That's what sucks. And, and then you can't go back. <laughs> yeah. So I was always copying one layer as a safety and then uh, I just erased it. But like, so like some, saving a checkpoint each time kind of. Yeah, exactly. At some point, like a guy, a guy was here, like was standing next to me. and was photoshopping for him. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm just like erasing. And it's like, there's a mask button. I was like, what the fuck is a mask button? He pressed on it. was like, all right, take your brush, put it on black mm-hmm. and start painting. I was like, holy shit, this is an eraser. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. put it on white and go over it again. I was like, holy shit, it's coming back. And we're like, what the fuck is yeah. this? So I, I remember really, when I first learned that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so like the mask tool, I think is the, the most used tool, like the most used like sub option on a layer. It's, right. It, it's perfect. Like, like now I also use it for, for, for like lighting and coloring and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's, I think if you know, if you know how masks are used, you can Photoshop anything. Right. Cause even yeah. if you know, like you have like a curves or something, you can choose which parts you want it to show on, like the lightning or the darkening. And I remember yeah. when I found out about masks, cause I used to early on when I was messing with Photoshop, I would do a lot of, um, 
like manipulation like that and collage and stuff. And sometimes you'd look and you'd find somewhere on the thing you deleted a little piece like on their face or something. And I would be like, no, I have to like start over because I I deleted (laughs) it. It wasn't even a mask. It was just gone forever. And like discovering in like when you look at it, though, on the program, you wouldn't really understand how to use that unless someone told you or you looked it up. It doesn't make any sense just looking at it, you know. It's just like a different language. Like Photoshop has its own symbols and stuff. So yeah. you have someone really needs to tell you how to use it. Because sometimes I watch like tutorials uh, of Photoshop or like Illustrator. Yeah. And I feel like they, they explain it so complex. Like I feel like sometimes you can just explain something really easy. Yeah. For example, my Photoshops that I make... If I would explain it, in, if if like a professional would explain how to do it, I think it would be way too complex for yeah. like a, a normal person to understand. But I feel like I could do it way easier. Like mm-hmm. it's it's, but yeah, maybe because I understand the program. But it's uh, I would say it's a lot of practice. If you use it a lot, you'll you'll eventually bump into it and and just find out right. that how it works. Yeah, that's what I've found making tutorials sometimes and things is. Once you already have done something for so long, it's hard to remember, like you just assume this is something everyone knows. Like like someone would tell me, make a video on this. And I think in my head, like that's way too simple. Like everyone knows that, but that just comes <laughs> with like doing something so much. You assume like every it's like, it's not inherent knowledge, you know, like you had to have learned it at some point. And they used yeah, to on true. YouTube, everything used to only be like, adobe like certified tutorials with some guy like in a suit like in a studio and they're really hard to understand because they would talk like very technically like you were saying (laughs) but now there's tons of people that are you know like relatable you know and it's like they explain it how you would like what you were saying like if if someone was doing an average rob like tutorial but it was someone from like adobe they'd probably get so confusing with like the layer adjustments and like the grouping and the mask and you would probably just yeah exactly oh just go in here cut it out put it here you know paint here because that's the thing like with with how i do my photoshops it's a lot like just looking what fits best at that point like Mm -hmm. i i I would even like cut out like my leg for example make it an apart layer and then just go in there and and put like extra special shadows on it because i feel like it's better this way right but just like for x like special coloring of 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 the skin for example because sometimes the lighting messes up colors on on your skin so you can just change it right it's that's the thing with masks and stuff like that you can just it's it's a bit too technical right maybe i can do a a good tutorial (laughs) (laughs) i feel like what's one thing i was very impressed with with your um you're you're like those photoshops is that uh one thing i've always had trouble with when doing anything like that is you've done a really good job at the ones where it's like a reflection or in like a window or a mirror that shit's pretty hard like it's hard to get that to look how it actually looks in real life did you just look at like kind of images to see like how that actually like looks like how that lighting works and just practice and see like how shadows hit just copy paste Flip it horizontal, horizontal, and then just uh, put a little fade on it, or just like yeah. um, go and liquefy, and just mm-hmm. like do like I just do, blur it I, out. I, a I do that, or but most of the time it's just it's 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 just copying your your subject, 
flipping it horizontally, horizontally, and then just like putting your um, like fading it a bit. Yeah. Like uh, the opacity, put it like down to like maybe sixty or fifty, and mm-hmm. then uh, maybe even like warp it a little that it fits the the, the window. Yeah, because it's or getting like distorted. Even, or what what you can also do is um, photograph a new picture. And mm. then, uh, because sometimes a reflection is not exactly how you're, uh, like if, if the mirror is behind you and you take a picture, you will have the back, your back yeah. in, the, in the reflection. That's a so good that's, point. There you just have to take in another picture. Yeah. That's what's good about you're using yourself is like, you could just get in whatever positions you need, you know, and just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you just set a timer and like, or does someone take a picture for you? Like there's a thing people always tell me like, whoa, you you have like a uh, like a photographer and a, a green screen and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I, I like I don't use a green screen. Yeah, I don't use a photographer. I just have like this uh, tripod and self timer. Mm. Put it on ten seconds, run as fast as I can to my position. Yeah, take the position, ready, and then just uh, try it again and do yeah. it like fifteen times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one that you did with Obama, the one with the bus, that was probably it. Would would you say that that is what kind of sent it to like another level? Like that one was really popular. This one actually blew up only like two years after it got posted. Oh, That's really? the weird thing about it. Yeah, it was it went well at the time because I was doing like this uh, this whole collection of Obama photoshops mm-hmm. during his last ten days. So I was doing one Photoshop every day oh, okay. for his last 10 days. Actually, I thought it was seven days, but then I figured it was 10 days. I was like, oh, fuck, I need to do three more. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the 10 I made. Uh, and it's only like two years after when like a meme page memed it that it exploded. Uh, uh, and it, I think it's called the funny introvert. Like that mm-hmm. meme page. Yeah. He blew me up like uh, a couple of times. He just took my Photoshop and just memed it. Yeah. Uh, and he was really good at it. So every time he made one like this, it, it went like super viral. Like it, it went to to complex and to, to high oh, yeah. and and stuff like that. And, like and they all credited you and, pretty much? No, they don't. That's the uh, thing. <laughs> those fuckers. But that's, it sucks, but... In the other, like on the other side, I think it's pretty nice because um, it's nobody really knows if it's real or not. Like oh, people yeah. who, who do graphic design, they kind of see the mistakes, but people who don't do it, they just think it's real. Like That's the Obama picture got used by so many news outlets, and they're thinking like, "Yeah, Obama is in our town, like in Amsterdam, like a uh, <laughs> like a Holland minister." tweeted the picture and said Obama is in Amsterdam here's really? the proof like they, yeah it was fucked up I was like oh my Yo, god is a Photoshop. but that's the thing like that, that's the nice thing about it is that people just don't know it's if it's real or not and and in some way it sucks that I'm not cre- getting credited but if I were being credited it might not go as viral right. because people would notice it's fake they'd see all your other stuff and be like oh yeah, yeah. So I, I, my purpose of doing these photoshops is to make it look real. So if people really think it's real, then I've succeeded in yeah. the Photoshop. So uh, I don't mind. Like, it's not that you get money from uh, Instagram. So 
Yeah, the one where you're running is like my favorite. You look all tired and you're running behind to, Joe Biden. And uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I really love that one too. Yeah, uh, you I just I look like it's such it. a mess. You're just like all sweaty and shit. Like try to catch up. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like jogging, like super, super nice. Yeah. I actually printed like uh, a couple of my photoshops and put it in like frames at home. Mm-hmm. So whenever later I have kids, I can just Ooh. tell them it happens. Who knows, too, I'm like, like by then. This is, this is real. Like, and they were like, oh, my God, my dad has met Obama's. Like yeah, that's... no one's going to know. Like, who knows in the future, like, that Photoshop yeah. may not even be used anymore, you know? So yeah. all the stuff that was fake, people won't even know yeah. if it was fake or not. That'd be, be funny. the coolest dad on the, on, in school. So, yeah, uh, they bring it to school. They're like, look at this. Yeah. You remember Obama? <laughs> my dad was chased after him one time. So yeah, exactly. Ha- have any, uh, cause I know you do a lot of that stuff with, um, celebrities and things. Have any of them ever like commented or like reached out to you, like saying like either bad, um, like, Oh, what are you doing? Or like, this is no, funny. I never got someone complain about it. Mm. Um, I did, I know Snoop Dogg shared it, but I'm not sure if it's like him or like his management. Right. Um, then a lot of rappers also just shared the Obama picture, but because they thought it was real. And then, um, like, I got like the Sophie Turner, you know, like yeah. the actress. She followed me at some point, but now she unfollowed me. Like, <laughs> f in the chat. Uh, maybe because of the switch of content. Who knows? I don't mind actually. Yeah. Um, but not but, really. Not so much. I guess they don't really like comment about it or anything no they don't like they they just follow and like your stuff and then just they don't really care yeah you never (laughs) uh, know with these big people too like most of the time they're not even running it probably huh yeah they they have managements like running it for them like posting the picture but some still do like um manage their own instagram Uh, but i've never really had like a a, like a a a-list celebrity uh, reach out to me or something like that yeah no but i don't gotten... mind like that that's not my point anyway so i just right i i really i, I don't really care about that like yeah it's, it's the whole thing about average drop is that it needs to stay average <laughs> yeah the average person with two hundred thousand followers for sure yeah that's funny as uh <laughs> as it grows it gets more like ironic you know because yeah one day you have the verified which also makes it pretty funny has, has <laughs> any, totally not average has anyone ever uh or not anyone ever but when you were doing that stuff more heavily were you ever were you getting uh like inquiries for like commissions or anything or did you ever work on anything for others uh i did make some photoshops for other people but um i'm I don't really like working for people. So yeah. whenever I felt like I, like I accepted something, I was not happy. Like I was yeah. like, I need to work. Because oh, it's real work it. now, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. But like the way I, I earned like my money is uh, I because of my Photoshops, I got uh, like an internship at a satirical magazine in Belgium. Oh, like okay. a big Like a big satirical magazine. I was making like memes for them. Right. And like uh, photoshops and video like montages and stuff like that. And at some point they um, they told me that I had to be a reporter for them. And that's when I like started 
like the video thing. Yeah. So uh, like with that, we went. Uh, I went uh, uh, like viral a couple of times in my in, in Flanders, mm-hmm. and then Evertrop actually became a totally other um, like uh, artist name or something in Flanders. In Flanders, Evertrop was like this this guy who was a reporter at festivals and and doing uh. funny skits and stuff like that, and then internationally. Evertrop was a guy photoshopping himself with celebrities. So there were like two layers to Evertrop at some point. It was like one was a video guy that did these funny interviews and stuff like that at mm-hmm. festivals with drunk people. And then you had like this, the, the Evertrop who's like photoshopping. So right. that's where I got my money. Like I was, I was working as a video reporter for this magazine. And then I get, I had like a, a radio show, like on national, on, national radio station in belgium that's cool and uh and like a couple of stuff like that so um so what are you doing is what you're doing now like with all your content creation and stuff is that your like full-time priority or are you still working somewhere um like i'm fully uh freelance yeah nice um and i do um mostly youtube at the moment yeah i i think that's the thing that i enjoy doing the most it's uh it's such a nice community people mm-hmm. are really invested in what you're doing they take the time to watch you for 10 minutes or 15 minutes which is totally it's different hard. than instagram or, or tiktok right which is, which is like super fast-paced content and like you don't really get to know the person behind it while youtube is really like you create a story and, and yeah. it's long form and I really enjoy that. So mostly making YouTube videos and then working on some collabs. I don't really enjoy doing them most of the time, but I don't know. And then making merch and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I like about YouTube too. And like that's what kind of pisses me off about the way that a lot of social medias are now with reels and TikTok and stuff because the stuff that I'm trying to make, that just makes people way more impatient and like something has to happen within 10 seconds or else it's boring you know and i'm over here trying to make like long form content which is like the exact opposite of like what everyone's trying to do and it's just but i like what you said i like the i don't want i want to be i want someone to be a fan of not only the content i'm making but of me right i want it to be more of a relationship where i'm like talking with them and it's a community i don't want it to just be something that someone sees and they they go like that and never again you know yeah exactly yeah that's why i'm actually that's that's a really good point because people always say like hey, i want to go viral and want to do this and that and did but i would rather never go viral and build up like a, a loyal strong community than yeah. go once viral get like a shitload of people to follow me and then not have a connection with them. So right. I I skip viral over like having like a strong community that grows very slowly but grows very like nicely together mm. with you. Which is yeah. different than TikTok. TikTok is like it's so fucked up how viral you can go. It's yeah. crazy. And then what the thing about that kinda is a uh, issue with the viral stuff is the short term results is like really good i'm sure it feels like a big dopamine hit and everything but you really put your account and like your uh what you're trying to do at risk because you're always going to be trying to hit that again and all these people that came on just for that one thing 
who knows if they're going to like any of the next 50 things you do. They may like just slowly over time, just all start leaving. And it's going to be hard for you to, you know, figure out um, how you're growing or not. Cause that thing inflated your, your stuff so much, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why I think YouTube is, is a better like platform for that because people, it's way more difficult, like less, less, um, easy to to subscribe to a channel mm-hmm. than to hit like that little plus button on TikTok or just hit the follow on Instagram. Right. It's so easy there. But on YouTube, you need to have like your Google account. And you need to, most of the time, you're just like on your computer and you, right. you, you really need to get like people need to, to, um, to motivate you to, to subscribe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they so like, I, cause yeah. That makes sense. A lot of times yeah, you, you open it in another app and you're not even signed in or anything. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just like, yeah, it's a cool video, you know. Right. But you know, on YouTube, it's like you, when you hit the subscribe button, like it means something. Yeah. Uh, it might mean also something on Instagram or on TikTok, but it's it's an easier it's an easier channel. Or something. We were talking about this on my on my live. I just did a live show yesterday with uh, that dude. Elliot is a cool guy and. We were talking about how you have YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and the a follow and a like or whatever on TikTok has way less value than an Instagram like or follow. And then uh, probably like 10,000 TikTok views is worth like a thousand Instagram views. And then a thousand Instagram views is probably as good as like a hundred YouTube views, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you have that a million is, views so on true. YouTube, you would have like tens of millions on tiktok right because it's like yeah those yeah, views are exactly. nothing they just come and go like that youtube it's you got someone has to like you're saying sit down get invested in your content like probably watching it on like a computer not just their phone most like a lot of people use phones but i know a lot of people watch youtube on their like home setup um yeah or like on tv or something you just yeah. swipe it up on your screen uh, yeah that's i was surprised like i look at some of my analytics sometimes there's a lot more people on the tv than i thought because i don't ever do that but i mean i guess that's, that's a nice thing like i really enjoy the the um do you say on demand um, right like the like you know the you know how you on netflix you can just choose whatever you watch whenever you want mm-hmm like that's yeah. that's the thing I really enjoy, and, and it's cool that TVs are starting like that. They mostly are already, but right. are adjusting to that. So you have like the YouTube app on your television, you have like the Netflix app and stuff like that. So it's it's really cool, and I think it's really beautiful that you're giving a lot of punches to the traditional TV. Yeah. Uh, so For sure. that's, that's really good. Yeah. The problem is that eventually it starts to become like the same thing because you have to buy yeah. like. They, they, everyone was like don't pay for cable don't pay for all these channels you just got to get netflix but now there's like so many you have like netflix hulu peacock uh fucking hbo amazon it's, yeah if you add them yeah, all up it's like basically like disney cable Plus, disney star uh, all this yeah. shit. so it's it's actually it's, it's true like they they fucked up the system like they because i think it's because they saw how much money netflix mm-hmm. netflix was making from their content yeah disney so was like, like oh the, hell no like we're gonna make what our own the shit. fuck you're making so much money from people what want to watch the avengers like right fuck you, i'm gonna make my own <laughs> yeah and that's like it was the main reason people switched to that one everyone loves like marvel so much they're like i have to get disney then or star yeah, wars and then just 
yeah pixar also like uh, like yeah. to, like i was saying like toy story and and up and and stuff like that like all those iconic uh um, right like videos it's crazy yeah like when i was little i used to watch bugs life like all the time oh holy, that one. holy shit i really enjoyed bugs life too yeah. it was so nice it's weird watching those the movies first, now because they have like they have like deep meanings it like it's like all like real like you know things that like real issues and stuff but when you're a little kid you just think it's like a cartoon they, but they're all talking yeah, about like, like power struggles and like these like people owning all these like it's almost like they were like working for like way less than they should and stuff it was like all yeah deep. it's like with all the ants and stuff like that yeah that's funny. oh man that was such a good movie but exactly like when you watch uh disney movies now too like hercules and stuff like that yeah there's I really enjoy the thing with Disney is that they always do double layer. They do mm-hmm. a layer for kids and then they do layer for parents. Yeah, because they're all bringing they, them to the theaters and stuff, and they don't yeah, want to just yeah. be so, like. So there's like this, this double meaning behind everything that's being said. Like, I think even at some point in in uh, in Hercules, like the the woman, she she explains why she's being cursed. Uh-huh. It's because she uh, got curse to save like her husband's life or something like that uh-huh. but then her husband or her boyfriend's life uh, just ditched her for another woman but when you're younger you don't realize this yeah. like you're like oh she's scared blah, so sad but then now you're like holy shit she got cheated on you know yeah. <laughs> which is it's a totally different story yeah. that's that's i really like this about disney it's they're they're, they're so smart with their mm-hmm. With their storyline, it's the same with Pixar. It's even more crazy, right? Like and they Soul, have those little ones example. in the beginning, like the little shorts. Those are always good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Soul, yeah, I saw that recently, and that shit made me sad. I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, th- this is like, especially I think for a lot of like freelance and like people that run their own stuff, like they felt that like, damn, you st- you don't want to get too obsessed with like this thing because y- you're supposed to enjoy like the process. You know, there's no yeah, goal exactly. or whatever. That's a that's a soul hit hit different for a lot of yeah. creatives. Yeah. Because I saw like that when it came out, like all my creative friends were like, guys, you gotta watch Soul. It was such oh, it's such a good movie. Like yeah. you know, like the the praise hands, like Soul is such right. an amazing movie. <laughs> I saw um you know that like meme meme that's going around where you have a line and then like the other line? It's like It'll be like, I don't know, it'll say like describing something and then the rest of the part, like how they describe it. The first soul, it said like, this looks just like inside out. And then the second half, like as you go through the movie, it said like, holy shit, I'm having an existential crisis. Like I wish yeah, I yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. about like <laughs> why I do this in the first place, the love of the game or whatever. Um, yeah, exactly. I had the same like inside out. I was, yeah. I was also like, but when I saw soul, I was like, I, I, I heard a lot of good things about Soul, but I was like, oh, it's going to be like this classic Pixar shit with right. about emotions and feelings and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when I watched Soul, I was like, damn, this is actually probably one of the best Pixar movies they ever made. Yeah. And also because it's like with, um, what's his name again? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Good, such a good actor. I love that dude's good at everything, really. Like singing, acting, he, comedy. He made one of the biggest hits in the universe, Gold Digger. Yeah. And like people like don't realize right. that it's Jamie Foxx, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he's on um what is he on? He's on another track too. Uh it's um which one is it? 
I can't even remember now. It's like, uh, it has a twista in it though too, but whatever. I can't remember. I'm going to check it. Yeah. It's going to bother me. He has, oh shit. He has a love. He has, love a, it's with Kanye also. It's a uh, off. It's around the same time. It's uh, Kanye. everyone's going to hate me because it's so popular. Slow jams. Yeah. 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 Slow jams. When he's singing in the beginning and then and then Twista comes in and he's like, I don't think I can go that fast, baby. And then Twista's like, bada, 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 just comes in like rapping all fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's nice. To go back to some of the stuff about like your content, what made you want to transition into like creating more video and stuff? Was it because you started doing those interviews and you realized you liked that stuff? I think it's because I felt like I was being stuck in my own concept which was mm. photoshopping myself with it celebrities. burnt out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I felt like that was the only content people wanted to see from me. And it kind of made me feel really um, empty at some point. Mm. Uh, it was going really well. Like it went viral a couple of times and was getting a lot of followers from it. But at some point I was like, I'm so, I'm so tired of this concept. Like if you do yeah. the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, you're like, at some point, you're like, guys, like, are aren't you aren't you guys getting tired of this? Yeah. Like, I can't I can't just keep on making the same thing. I was like, you can't eat Nutella every single. Well, right. actually, you can. You can't <laughs> eat, um, you know, uh, spaghetti bolognese every single day. At some point, like the first month, maybe it's heaven on earth. But like at some point, you'll be like. I want to do something. I want to. I want to have something different, and, yeah. and that's what I had with photoshopping. Us, I, I still love photoshopping, but I kind of lost my love for it at some point, right? Because I felt like I had to do it, and, and you um, felt trapped in like the niche you're in, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I started like this other account, which was Shitty Rob. <laughs> it's like a an, 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 my the second account I made because I want to post like other stuff than photoshops. Yeah. And this, that account also got to like a hundred thousand followers. So I was like, wow. damn, like people also want to watch this part of me, you know? So at some point I was like, okay, fuck, I'm gonna just stop shitty Rob and just start posting like whatever I was posting on shitty Rob. I'm just going to post it on average Rob. And nice. that's like the moment I realized, like I have to stop thinking about what, people want to see from me and start doing it the other way around again and just do whatever I want. And if yep. people want to follow it, they do it. If they don't, you're very free to just unfollow me. And I, I really don't mind. I like yeah. I respect everybody's decision about that. So like, I, I just want to entertain people. And if, if the Photoshopping part was that for you and now it's not like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like you said, you got to that point, not because you thought everyone wants to see these photoshops. You made that pocket of like entertainment and content and everyone came for it. So there's nothing that is stopping you from creating a whole new thing that people want to see. Like, I think it's easy for designers, freelancers, like anyone that makes or anyone that just creates content. We, we start to feel like that we're not allowed to do other things because like, I don't know why, just because people like it, or maybe you got one comment that was like, stick to Photoshop, buddy, or whatever. Yeah. And then you oh, get insecure. People, yeah. People are like that. That's the worst thing. Mm -hmm. They don't. 
and you only notice that you don't notice all the good comments you just like yeah exactly like everybody's always blind for positivity and then the first negative thing that comes in it hits so hard yeah so but that's the thing you what i'm also learning about that is just like let it go like does it's not about how haters or how those people think about you that's important it's about like the one person who really loves what you're doing or like the the, the other thousand or hundred people right so th- that's the thing like the the negativity always hits harder than the positivity and mm-hmm. people need to make that switch that it's more important to just watch the positivity than the negativity and i feel like because people also, that like it don't comment as much like they're like yeah, i love it and i'm just like why don't you tell me <laughs> yeah that's what i that's what i was going to say like it's so much easier to, to to say what you don't like than to just say what you like. Because, right. Yeah. That's yeah. a yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Like, but that that's that's why there's a like button, I guess, because yeah. people just because they're lazy or <laughs> you you might get a little bit lazy or. I was talking to to someone about YouTube uh, uh, because I was saying a lot of people would message me or comment on Instagram telling me all these good things or on my Discord. And I'm just like, hey, like throw it on the video. Like it'll be like a lot better for like the rankings and stuff. Right. And then they, they, some people have told me they're shy to comment on YouTube because like they always see people on YouTube getting in arguments that aren't even like the creator, (laughs) you know, like YouTube comments can get, can get crazy down there. Yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. That's a thing. People are shy, but it's yeah. a good thing. I prefer shy than arrogant. So that's true. That's a thing. So uh, you mostly film. Uh, that's your brother, right? Or yeah, I know he's my little brother. We so actually, how did you bring are, him in? Um, the thing is, I don't know. It's hilarious. Like yeah. he's my little brother. Like I'm the second of the family, and he's the last. Mm-hmm. So there's um seven years between us oh you guys look real uh, like close together though in yeah exactly how old because are you i look i'm 29 okay and then my little brother is 22 but he looks like 25 and i yeah. also look like 25 so right. it feels like we're very close um but he uh he's so funny like i it always amazed me like how funny he was like he's like mm-hmm. a natural funny and and when he was making like videos on Instagram, because of, of course he saw like me as his big brother, like getting the recognition on Instagram. Right. It's like, oh, I also want to do that. And I was like, yeah, just do your thing, like make videos and stuff like that. And I actually realized that he was very bad at creating own content, mm-hmm. but he was really good at being like a sidekick. Yeah, he doesn't want to but do like the a, concept really. You're, he's better. Yeah, just he's in actually there. a really good natural funny. Like right. I am good at plant funny. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm good at natural funny, but I'm also good at like, okay, I'm gonna create a funny situation or I'm gonna crypt a funny situation. Like yeah. all the TikTok, all the TikToks I made were all like scripted because I had to fit it into fifty seconds or like one mm-hmm. minute, so I knew where I was going. Like I. I'm like a, a, a experienced content creator. Like I know when I'm right. going to film, I know this is going to be like the storyline or this is where we're going to go. So I'm like creating like all these like entries for Arno to, to jump into and to like do whatever he does, like be, just being funny, mm-hmm. like natural funny. And I'm also creating like this whole structure in the video 
which is then nice to watch because there's like storyline and like I don't know really how to explain it, but I don't know. It's just like he's such a good sidekick. Like mm-hmm. he's the per- I think he's even like the perfect sidekick, better than Robin is to Batman. Nice, yeah. That yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's touching. You know, you got your little brother. Yeah, bringing him I love with you. my little brother. That's cool. I'm so happy I can do it with him. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, it's sad because like they that might not be the case. You know, like that that's the last person they'd want to be in their like yeah, career yeah. or whatever. So do you? Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, I've I've noticed like like what you were saying about the sidekick thing. It's like that even for like the biggest YouTubers like they'll have like the same reoccurring, especially like ones like that do comedy and stuff like stuff you do. They'll have the same like reoccurring characters, you know, and then you start to love them almost as much as like the actual main guy. Right. Cause like yeah, exactly. they become it's- part of the whole like environment. Yeah. They might, they may not be planning it. Like you said, you're like the mastermind, but they're there to like come in and like, you know, like no dead air and like fill all these little pockets of like funny. But that's like the, the that's the thing. Like, I see myself as, you know, the piece of bread. It's like the base. And yeah. then Arno is, Arno is the Nutella, you know? It makes it better. Right. Yeah, because... But you, like, <laughs> not in a weird way, huh? Just yeah. Just like this. <laughs> yeah. What, what's, that, uh, what's that stuff that you eat that's like where you put it on? It's like pink and it. I've never heard, seen it before. And you had it in the oh, video... It's, um, it's American préparé. It's uh, actually very... I'm going to explain to you what it is. And you're going to be like, damn, that should be legal, but it's not. So it's uh, raw meat. It's been like minced. Uh-huh. And then they put like a shitload of sauce in it. Right. That's American. Really? So it's raw what, Is meat. it beef? Yeah. Yeah, it's beef. It's like ground beef. And then just like it's Thousand Island r- or something in there. It's 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 with mayonnaise. It's with like uh, yeah. like spicy sauce, and it's it's so good. You don't like, get sick crazy. from it because it's raw, ever? No, actually not. Like that's the thing. That's it's it's weird because in Belgium it's like this huge thing. Everybody loves mm-hmm. American préparé, like or Martino, it's called. And every like it doesn't exist in any other country. Yeah, which makes sense. Because it's raw, right? But in Belgium, I'm sure there's cares. some science to it, <laughs> like with the different um, when it mixes with you know the different like spices. It maybe it like I don't know. It could like somehow like take away some of the bacteria or something like that. You know? Yeah. Because like, you wouldn't just think... eat like ground beef from the like deli. You know? I would actually because it's American. Wow. <laughs> in Belgium, they do. They do. Wow. But that's the thing. You can, I think you can eat it for, you can, usually people when they buy American, they buy it and they immediately eat it. So mm. they don't buy it and then just put it in the freezer or put it in the fridge like you. You buy it, you immediately eat it, and then the day after you can eat the rest. But then one day extra, it gets to, it, it starts to look like a okay. bit grayish and then you know like now you can die. So it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, you can die. you got a little yeah, sweet so spot it, then huh that you gotta yeah so that's the thing with american and also you can't leave it in the sun when you eat it because then it's it's also bad for you yeah you get worms but so that uh, means you were slapping him when you did that video recently you're slapping him with the raw meat basically on his face yeah putting in worms in his face 
Yeah. But that's the thing, American, like if you ever come to Belgium mm-hmm. or you visit Nikox, you we're gonna get you like <laughs> a piece of American prepared. Yeah, I'll try like, it for sure. Whoa. How do you know oh, him? I know he always like you guys always see like he obviously introduced yeah. me to you and also I see him talk about you on his like socials and stuff. Yeah, we we know uh we, we have quite a few uh like um same friends because Is it from, from the, the music same, stuff yeah music stuff like i know also uh, lost frequencies mm-hmm. um like he makes a lot of content for them i know like actually all the artists he works for oh i i know them so and and then also he's i've known him before he was making all this uh, graphic design yeah um because we we were just I Rest. guess we just met randomly, actually, yeah. yeah, at some party or stuff like that. So, let me think. I think, yeah, maybe like at a party. I don't know exactly the exact day or like if at a festival. Yeah, that because that kind of like a lot of people talk about him in the way of like he's really like a good like facilitator of communities. Like, you know, the way he interacts online and the stuff that he tries to do. There's no way I would have probably even met you without him because he he tries to like even if it's like aggressive sometimes he tries to connect people to different areas yeah, of the world a, you know i think if there's one person in belgium or like in the universe that understands social media yeah i think it would be nikos like he yeah he knows like the science behind social For media sure. which is like sometimes he says understand. something and i'm just like oh my god like this is like and this is like really smart but i don't even want to read it right now because it's yeah, so much yeah. i i don't understand it either it's like yeah and then this and then you have this uh like he, he started making like this this you know uh this diagram with all those lines like if you do this it goes to this and mm-hmm. you have like three way to and i was like yeah I just want to create content and then if it goes well, it goes well. Yeah. If it goes bad, it goes bad. It's like, yeah, but you can decide if it goes well by using right. hashtag and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but I don't know how to use it. It's like, I'm <laughs> going to explain to you. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it works. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you guys want to see some, go watch the podcast I did with him. He dropped some mad knowledge on just social media stuff and check out his page too. He's, Really good with that. Uh, Nikog's collection and Nikog's just and Jet Nicholas, whatever. I'll put it. I'll put yeah. it below. Actually, um, his name is Nicholas Grotians, and mm-hmm. it means in, if you translate it, it is Nicholas. Uh, big Grot means big. So and Jans is like uh, the the name Jan. So it's like Big Jan. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> an interesting, like, name. That's the thing with Belgium, Be- Belgian names always have, a, like, some sort of meaning or, like, mm. or from a city or something like that. Because you did that one video that you, like, were making fun of the names or whatever. It was, like, yeah. Seaman or something. In Belgium, a lot of guys are have the name Seaman. Yeah. But it's so yeah. weird. It's, yeah. like, it's so, like, yeah, They don't even know, like, huh? Like, they don't even think it's weird. They don't know because in Belgium it's like a very common name. It's yeah. like Simon. Right. It's like the the Flemish Simon. Like here in Belgium, like they, they just got like Simon, come, Simon, come here. Simon, come. So like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they they're like yeah. nobody thinks of it weirdly. 
Yeah. And then you come into like another country and they're like, what's your name? You're like, Seaman. And they're like, what the fuck were your they're parents? They're like, wait, doing? what? <laughs> yeah, they were, they were just trolling you. When you yeah, said Flemish in uh, Flanders, like, can you kind of just explain to me, is that like the type of nationality pretty much? Like that's how you describe someone from Belgium or is it Flanders? So in, in Belgium, you have like these two parts. You have the like, if so if this is, wait, let me, okay, so. <laughs> okay. This is Belgium. The bottom? Top, top oh, part. Okay. Top part is Flanders. Right. Bottom part is Wallonia. Mm-hmm. And then here is Brussels. It's exactly in the middle. Oh, okay. And then the top part is Flanders. They speak Flemish, which is a dialect from Dutch. Right. And then, but in Flanders, there's a lot of dialects, like different Flem- Flemish dialects. But mm-hmm. it's just like different from Hollandish, you know, yeah. from Holland. And then on the bottom part of Wallonia, but the weird thing is, it's like North and South Korea. Like they don't talk to each other. Like oh. You have well, Flanders and Wallonia have different news stations and different TV. Damn. Like they, we don't watch the same. We don't get the same news. And you're it's in like the middle, as, right? You're in Brussels. I live actually under Brussels. So you have Brussels in Flanders. And then there's like this super small ah. stroke that goes under it. Yeah. A bit like the gooch, you know? Yeah, yeah. The space between your, your asshole and your, your dick. <laughs> that's what that's, you're saying. That's where you live. <laughs> yeah. I live on the gooch of yeah. Belgium. Nice. Um, so I live on the, on like, on the, 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 the line the cusp with uh, Wallonia yeah so I was raised in two languages I was raised in French and in Flemish ah. so my mother was French speaking and I was and my father Flemish speaking so you can kind of connect um, with both of the different people huh yeah I actually do stuff for Wallonia and I do stuff for Flanders so yeah it's, uh, it's pretty cool I was gonna ask yeah. you because that that even makes this more complex but I was gonna ask you how is it creating content for two languages and I, when I said that I was gonna mean like where you're from and then us but you probably do more than just two huh but that's the thing that's why I started making in English uh, because a lot of Flemish people say like yeah making Flemish or like why would I try and connect with seven million people which is around the size of yeah. Flemish? Or just speaking English mm. and try to connect with how many billion are we on? Because they a like lot of the people million? from Belgium speak English, right? Yeah, everybody like everybody yeah. in Belgium understands English. It's like this. You so you might as well third huh? language. Yeah, yeah, you you might as well just speak English. It's weird. So what are you doing Hearing when you're tweeting? English, when you're tweeting, I see a lot of times I have to translate it, and I, is that I do Flemish? It, actually, I tweet in Flemish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this, I, I think that's the only place where I actively o- only speak Flemish because yeah. I feel like that was where my community, uh, like Twitter is like a real community platform, I feel like. And I feel like that's the platform where I can really connect with my Flemish audience. Yeah. Um, so that's what I chose to do also, just go full Flemish there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, one more thing also I want to ask you is to go a little bit back to the stuff you're doing on YouTube because I kind of went in a little deep on your Photoshop, but I know that this is what you're, is important to you now. Can you kind of take me a little bit about through the process of like how you think of these ideas for videos and like the shooting and everything? 
Um, well, most of the time we try to do something that's uh, scary or just extreme. Mm-hmm. We we love we actually Arno and I are really good at sports. Like yeah. we have uh, we we understand sports really well. So if someone teaches us to do dance or teaches us to do hockey or teaches us to do flips. Yeah. We learn it like super quickly. So we knew like, okay, that's like our entry to That's your unfair advantage kind of. Yeah, to... that's that's our unfair advantage. Like we're really good at sports. So yeah. that's that's the probably like the 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 focus of our YouTube channel is that we mix sports or extreme sports with comedy. Mm-hmm. And the comedy just comes natural because we're brothers and we can just like like fuck it, like fuck up like how do you say like if, Fuck, fuck around? No, that's I don't know. Fuck around, yeah. Fuck around yeah. is really weird. Uh, it's not what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, like fuck around. Like do do just like like I can like push him or he can slap me and it will never be like an issue, you know, because right. we're brothers and we, we've doing this our whole life. I never take it personally, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can really like for example, the next video, which is a hockey video, he he waxed my armpits. Uh, yeah. and imagine if someone else would do it I'm like fuck you but now it's yeah. my brother I'm like fuck you but I'm gonna yeah like, and even if you do you get back, mad you, know? you probably wait till like after so it doesn't ruin the thing huh yeah exactly. but I'm never mad at Arno but yeah. uh, the thing is with uh, with YouTube we just focus on, on extreme sports and just making like funny content and mm-hmm. and just uh, if it we, we mostly want it to be like extreme like extreme sports but if it's just something other, like something weird, like we don't mind. I feel like now we're starting to find a vibe that we can really add to anything. Yeah. Which is like more of this vlog vibe and more like uh, just us talking and, and doing weird stuff. Um, but it's it's mostly just about having fun and just creating content for later also when you want yeah. to show our kids or like... That's the main goal, just to be the favorite parent. So uh, we're working hard for that. <laughs> to be cool uh, dads. At the moment. Yeah, the cool dads. That's the that's the goal. What do you like um, 40. when when you <laughs> uh when you first started, did you just try to like basically convert from Instagram to bring them to the channel? Yeah, uh, you uh, Instagram was my biggest platform, so I guess like that was my uh, that was an advantage I had to use to like try. Did it work well, it. or because I've found that it's hard to get people over there sometimes. It's really hard. Like yeah. it's a total different um, kind of content, so people right. really need to be open for that. Um, yeah. but I feel like the people who want to really see it, they they um, they join you, mm-hmm. and then you start creating a new community on YouTube because I've like. It's really funny, like when I'm at a skate park or when I'm at like a public place, people come up to me to 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 like talk to me or to to take a picture or stuff like stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh, you're that guy from TikTok." And I'm like, "Okay, that's a TikTok guy." Okay, and then there's another guy with you, "Oh, you're that guy from YouTube." I'm like, "Okay, all right, that's my YouTube yeah. audience." And you can really like start and see like, okay, this like I feel like the younger age is more like YouTube TikTok, and then like. Some people say like, oh, I know him from Facebook. I'm like, oh, shit, this guy <laughs> probably has two kids and, uh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So He's it's, older it's, than you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's a nice thing. Like, it, 
you you can you can try and convert, but at some point you're just gonna start and start growing your own community mm-hmm. on each platform, and that's this is a nice thing about yeah all these platforms they all have different communities at in, in some way like YouTube mm-hmm. is more long form and the the audience there is more like loyal and more engaged in what you do and then you have Instagram it's more like fast they just right. recognize you but they maybe or they already really are on you. there from like your real life IRL people you have on Instagram yeah, too, yeah you know? exactly no one's like a lot of people I know don't watch my YouTube that are my friends but they do follow me on Instagram you know yeah yeah, like exactly, yeah it's weird because I've noticed uh I'm try. I have a little bit more following on Instagram and trying to, I finally got to the point where there's people on YouTube that are like, they actually found it through there. Cause before it was all just trying to get people to go from Instagram. But once you get the people that actually find it through there, they're like a lot, um, they're like a really quality viewer, you know, cause they already, they got you from their algorithm. So they know what they want. They're there for YouTube. They don't care about yeah, exactly. whatever, yeah. you know, however else they came, you know, cause you can track it and kind of in the analytics, I don't get too into it, but I noticed that like someone that's big, like a YouTube person, they're used to consuming longer content. So they, they don't just click off. Right. Sometimes on Instagram, you know, you, you try to get them to go, they click on, then they leave right away. And it's just, it does more harm than good almost because they're ruining like the view duration or duration. Yeah, or yeah, the viewer like and Peacock yeah. probably knows the, the details on that. Yeah. But it's true. Like, yeah, that's the thing with Instagram. It's more like you fall on the content. Like mm-hmm. it just pops in your face and you're like, oh, okay, or whatever. I like it or I right. don't like it. And it's, it really depends on the mood you're in. Like if you're in a, angry mood like you're not gonna like anything or whatever or if you're yeah. like in a happy mood you're gonna be liking everything and watching everything yeah but then on youtube you just go on youtube and if you're on youtube you you want to watch move you want to watch long yeah. form you, you really go search like this guy or you, you go mm-hmm. to your subscribing list and you just watch their content so it's way more engaging it's way more yeah. like personal so that's and so if, if anyone asks me like which which platform you prefer like i always say youtube yeah like even though i'm only on there for like nine months now it's it's my favorite platform of all time yeah i i i haven't i've been on there for probably i think it's late in a couple months it'll be like a year so maybe around the same time nine months and uh even though it's like start a slower of, start of the the famous lockdown yeah (laughs) right a little even though it's been a little bit like of a slower like burn and like growing it and stuff i've realized that it's like added a lot it's like not only did it help like with youtube it's fun growing on there and meeting people but it's it's branched out into other parts like it's just given me more sense of community like it's gotten me um freelance jobs just from people finding out about me like it's connected me especially doing the podcast connected me with people like you and other creators who probably we would have never talked for this long just if i hit you up just to talk you know so it's cool to be able to like create something but it's also just like a fun conversation and and we're just hanging out so i really like youtube because you really feel that you get connected to the person not just their content you really know who they are or know who that they're trying to be yeah one last thing i want to ask you and then uh we'll let you go is um what, what do you think, two things actually, what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't 
doing like this type of content creation? Like what normal job would you have? And then two, what's your plan from like here on out with the YouTube? What can people expect to see? And you can plug it. Uh, well, if I wasn't doing this, I uh, actually have a master's degree in marketing mm. and advertising. So I'll probably do something in there. Yeah. Uh, nice. My, That's my dream a big was deal. always to be like a creative director for like ah. a big brand. Like when I was 20 or something, I was like, right. I want to be creative director of Nike or Adidas, you know? So yeah, I was yeah. like, I was really want to aim high and, and have like a big creative uh, management position somewhere in a big like brand city company. And stuff. Yeah, and big city, yeah. and I want to live in LA and like you, and live in <laughs> or live in Shanghai or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then I felt like creating content was more my thing, so I, I kind of did my studies as a plan B, and then mm. Everdrop as a plan A. Like if if Everdrop would fail, I always had something to fall back on. And yeah, and like a lot of people don't have a master's on. degree to fall back on. That's pretty good, you know. Yeah, so that's true. And then people always like amazed, like, oh, you have a master. I'm like, I might look stupid in my business, <laughs> but I am not. You're just, you became, <laughs> so, you're now, you're just the creative director of Average Rob, pretty much. Yeah, actually, I, I became my own creative director. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice thing. And then uh, for YouTube, uh, it's probably just, I'm going to keep on trying to post weekly, which mm-hmm. is like a big deal, um, especially because videos take a long time to make and, yeah and i really want to create quality and just do nice subjects so i would say just keep on grinding youtube and 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 keep on creating nice content and like tomorrow a new video drops like when this comes online probably already dropped but right. uh, it's gonna be like um we went uh hockeying with uh the best hockey players in the world oh nice like belgium belgium is um world champion uh, and European champion currently okay. in hockey. So we went like with two brothers also uh, uh, play hockey and they teach us a bit the hockey way. And we they like hit you? A, and then, yeah, they, we, we had to be in the goal and stuff like that. And then yeah. we had to do challenges and the loser had to get waxed. So oh, I got waxed like uh, three times. So that was pretty terrible, but, but it's pretty nice. And then tomorrow I'm going to, like, no, t- Tuesday I'm going to go film with uh, the world champion boxing, which is also a Belgian. Oh, um, nice. It's like a cruiserweight uh, world champion currently. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so cool. he's going to, like, fuck us up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, this, for the sake of good content. So probably stuff like that, like just meeting up with uh, really talented uh, uh, athletes and mm-hmm. just, trying to get like the comedy into like their high high level um athletic life you know yeah because they they usually are very like when 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 the media talks to them it's always super serious and Mm -hmm. and it's not fun at all and then we come in and we just you know talk about beer and yeah lighting them up a little bit yeah talk about different stuff than they're used to and they, they we feel like they're always happy it's not the usual video they have to make like they yeah. feel really free when 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 they they make a video with us so that's that's a really nice thing yeah so probably just keep on creating youtube content that's cool hell yeah, yeah. so uh if you want to hear a little bit more you can check out the patreon we're gonna do a little bit a little q a there after this but 
Uh, as for the normal podcast, you heard him. Check out Average Rob on YouTube, Average Rob on Instagram, and his Twitter too. Same thing. Yeah, and also on Pornhub. Uh, yeah, very nice. No, Search him kidding. up. He's like he's like trending on there right now. So yeah, check him out. in the small dick section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, thank you everyone for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Thank you, man. See you. Bye bye. Thank you very much.